All right, and perhaps our biggest announcement ever. <laughs> damn it. Oh, yeah. Do you not yeah, think definitely. this is our biggest announcement ever? No. No, definitely no, not. No, not even close. Like, the, the announcement that Todd and I had last week that you were not on the show is bigger than this. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, it was, it was definitely, devastating. A better, definitely a better announcement. <laughs> All right, so, so here's the announcement. We're going to talk about it. Todd, you had COVID-19. That is correct, sir. So, you know, we wanted to have, you know, postpone talking about it. A, we wanted you to get healthy. B, you know, we didn't want anyone to, to freak out, but you've, you've had it you're, you're, and you're over it officially now, right? Correct. Yep. Have you, so let, let's, let's walk through it. And, and you are the example I use, like a lot of people, Fern being one of them is like, no big deal. Like I'll lick a toilet not true. seat. That's not fucking true. That's not, that is not, that is so, in no, that's no way. It's in no way, shape or form accurate. Why are you so ornery today, Fern? What's up? You all right? Did you get a good night's not, sleep? I did actually get a good night's sleep. I used the bed jet last night and kept the bed cold. So, and my two-year-old didn't keep me, or my one-and-a-half-year-old didn't keep me up all night like he did the night before. What is this bed jet? It keep half the bed one temperature, half another? Basically a, a portable, like, air conditioner that runs, it basically runs a hose and blows cold air into the bed. Because I'm a, I'm a hot sleeper, like, super hot. And if I get even remotely warm, I can't sleep. So I have to be, like, I like... When I say cold, it needs to be like 66 or cooler in the house. And does that impact Oof. Jess's sleep? Or does she and, like uh, cold too? So I, I, so I would love to talk to somebody. We probably need to bring on a sleep expert about this. But like there's – you can dress to be warmer, which right. I think is different than being hot. Yeah, I agree with you. The, you know, the I, don't, I don't know if always, that makes sense, but I think – I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you I'm, if I'm, if it's cold clothes. in there and I, yeah. And if I, if I'm cold and I put on more clothes to be warm, that's different than I'm hot. Right. Right. Um, so I sleep significantly better when it's cold. Like I think most people, especially men yeah. do, you know, I got to check I mean, that I, out. I'm, I'm a real hot sleeper though. Like, and my kids are too, just like sweaters. So, um, how many nights a week do you wake up and both kids are in the bed with you? Almost never. That used to oh, be the case. So, I mean, that's Logan good. slept. Logan slept in our room for probably five years. That's that's good. I have I have friends whose like kids are like nine, and I'm like, what are you doing? No, that's crazy. No, I mean we. That's a that's a whole other story about like like co sleeping, and I I do think there's a lot of benefit to it, but I don't think there's can be detrimental to as far as like relationship with your spouse. Oh, of course. I'm not course, against I have, it. I just think there's like a, everybody needs to figure it out. I don't think there's like one way. Like you need to figure out what works for you. I have a hard enough time having sex with Roz I have with, no without doubt. anyone in bed. Is that yeah. why she keeps texting me? She's like, hey, you should fly out the cold. Or, you know. <laughs> so, so anyway, anyway, Todd, you did officially have COVID. Uh, you are yep. the example I use with what I was joking about is that, you know, someone who's pretty healthy. I mean, I'm not going to say fit. I'll say healthy. Um, and it's still <laughs> perfect. That's, if it's, that's my, so we're not using so we're not, so we're not using the actual I, definition of health I, anymore. I, then or just I like feel, <laughs> I feel bad for you, Jay, but that's all right. But point was, you got you got pretty messed up over it. So when people are like, "Oh, it's no big deal," I'm like, "Dude, my buddy Todd was was pretty fucked up for a while." So let's let's talk about it. Let's go through it. I think 
look, this is about COVID. It's not about coaching or anything today, but I think it's an interesting topic because a lot of people don't know someone that's actually gotten it and what it's like. So for those that don't know, Todd's birthday is what, June 13th? Yeah. And this past June 13th, a Saturday, was it a Saturday? Was, yep. Yeah, you, you go out to, to dinner with your, 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 your companion, your female friend, and and, and, and close friends. And close friends. And yep. they didn't know at the time that they were exposed to it. One of them had been exposed. Yep. Yep. My buddy's, my, my friend, my buddy's wife had, had been exposed. One of their close friends that they'd gone and seen had gotten exposed and didn't know any of that. So anyways, we go out to, to dinner on a Saturday night. Everything's fine. No big deal. Just a small group. We, of course, do all the things necessary outside of dinner, right? Masks and distance and all that kind of stuff but you go to dinner um and then i think it was monday i got a call from that friend that was like hey just found out the friend that i was with tested positive for covid i'm feeling something that i thought was just normal allergies that i normally have but i'm gonna go get tested um because of that and so she went and got tested and i went and got tested the same day um, she ended up being positive. I ended up being negative on that an initial test, um, which was, I think, Tuesday after exposure on Saturday. But with that, I was like, all right, I need 14 days of, of uh, quarantine because I talked to Department of Health and talked to different doctors and stuff that I've, um, that I've got in town. And although I had the negative test, which I, I was hoping to to clear me to make things good to go. Um, they all recommended the 14 days of quarantine and obviously owning the gym and all the rest of that stuff. I couldn't risk potentially um, passing it on to anybody else. So stayed home, was pretty much fine for the 14, like for the most of those 14 days. And on the 13th day, which was the Friday, two weeks later after being stuck in my house, um, wake up with the plans of or working out early before like going to the beach or something like that, or like going for a bike ride, wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't feel very good. I'm not going to work out. And then slowly, but surely from that day on, it got worse and worse. Um, so ended up showing symptoms 13 days after the fact. Yeah. I mean, for, for reference, I mean, you were on the show regularly leading up to it. You, I was on a zoom call with you from my, from my house closing you were sweaty. You had worked out. <laughs> because I had worked out. Yeah. You know, like, so you were. I mean, you were training regularly. You were fine. Your your yeah. girlfriend only lost her sense of smell and taste, right? Yeah. This whole time. Yeah, the whole time. So she's much stronger, fitter than you oh, are. Oh, for sure, than everybody that I've you know that's had it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, I remember the day you were like, "All right, it was a Friday," and all of a sudden you were fucked up. <laughs> Right. And it was you. Yes. It, yes. And no. Yes. And the fact that I went from being perfectly fine working out every day to being like, oh, crap, now I'm sick. Now, that being said, it was never the point to where I was like scared for my health of man, I might end up at the hospital or man, this might be an issue. It was more so just like, I don't feel good. It's a, you know, bad cold being sick. Um, and with that, the the weird part about it was that every day um, it seemed like things changed and symptoms changed. So it went from being like achy and tired one day to having the fever the next day, the fever broke and went away. Then it was an extreme sore throat. And then it went from that to like really bad congestion and sinus stuff. Now throughout was sounded, tired the whole time. 
a tiny bit, you still sound like horse. Yeah, potentially, but probably a lot because I'm, you know, I've been stuck in my house for two weeks. I finally left on Saturday or been stuck in my house for over a month. And so that was the, yeah, talking, I mean, that was, which, which I hadn't um, been talking very much outside of that. I mean, you were literally quarantined for a month. Yeah, yeah. No leaving your house for quarantine for a month. Yep. What do you think, um, Bert? I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to get sick. So now I do. I like so. You know, you got sick. So, uh, so have you ever had the flu? So I'm genuinely curious. Have you ever had the flu or pneumonia or oh. anything like that? Not pneumonia. I've had the flu before, though. What was the um, comparison and how you felt between the two? Like equally like shitty but different. Yeah, equally shitty but different in the sense that it it lasted a lot longer and it changed a lot more. Yeah, like the flu. It's like the flu. From my experience with it, it's like the flu hits me and I get these symptoms, and they're pretty much the symptoms. Mm -hmm. they go until it's gone. And even when I've had the flu really bad at like mm -hmm. worst case, it's like two, three days. And then I'm finally on the mend and moving in the right direction. Um, how long are was, you, how long were you? Cause I mean, we did, I don't know, you did at least two or three podcasts when you were sick, right? So you yeah. did someone we were leading up to it. So how, how long did you feel like shit? It was like about 10 days, 10, 10 days before okay. I was back to being, being pretty normal. Okay. Yeah, I remember you kind of hit a wall on like a Friday. And I yeah. remember kind of talking to you bit sporadically over the next few days. I was like, he's gonna be better tomorrow. He's gonna be better tomorrow. And it was literally like 10 days when you were finally like, I feel a little more human. Yeah, yeah. You got through seven Harry Potter books. I did read the entire series of Harry Potter during this quarantine. So that was a lot of fun. That made it How many, really? How many oh, yeah. are there? Seven books. I couldn't read that entire series in ten years. Dude, it's I fantastic. Can't. That's it my reading. Really that's my reading level, is what I'm saying. Like I <laughs> yeah. physically can't read that fast. Yeah. I I've never gotten into that. I tried one time. I was on a plane with my sister, and she was a teenager at the time, and I had finished whatever book I was reading is before like a Kindle, and I was like, man, I, I'm bored. I want to read something, and she hands me the first one, and I read that yeah. page. I was like, I'd rather sit here doing nothing. And read this I, book. Yeah, I just it, can't it get into me, fiction like, books. Like I can get dude, into fiction so movies, but like I just can't get into nah. reading fiction. No, movies. I can the read like thrillers. So I read a lot of like I read like The Big Little Lies or, or those types of books. I'm constantly reading fiction books. Actually, you know what I just started? Hamilton. Okay. Nice. Nice. Did you guys watch that on Disney? No. I've seen about half of it so far. It's very good, and the music you would love, you would uh, you would love it, Todd, because you like rap music. But yeah. uh, but I was like, okay, I want to I want to read this book. It's uh, and learn a little more about history. So let let let's talk a little more about it. You 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 for the first ten days you were fine. You were training like normal. Yeah, up until I mean, I got the the symptoms showed up on Friday on Thursday night at like. 7 30 p.m i did a workout that was like a longer workout that i did and felt fine everything was good to go um like i said literally i woke up on friday and was like all right did my normal morning stuff and you know we, we talked about going out and doing the workout earlier in the day and i was like ah, you know what i don't think so like it i just don't feel good um and then it just slowly but surely got worse from there and 
you also, I mean, aside from him not going to the box, you had to give up quite a few weekends of seminar work. Yeah, as soon as, like, as soon as I got the exposure and the um, initial test, I wanted to notify just to, you know, notify um, HQ because I want to be as responsible as possible. And so gave them the heads up, hey, I had exposure. I've got a negative test. What, what do you guys think? Um, during that time, originally, I got the antibodies test, too, just to see if I had any antibodies. Um, and they thought it was best if I stayed out from it um, and through the quarantine and then had to notify them that I got symptoms. Um, and then once I got symptoms, went back for another test and notified them that as well. So, yeah, I missed, missed three weekends of, of seminars that were disappointing just because we've gone so long without them. But obviously thankful and, and happy that the way it turned out because obviously I shouldn't have been there. So I was glad I wasn't. In retrospect now, other than obviously, hey, I shouldn't have gone out to dinner, but you didn't know. And like I said, you probably, like you said, you probably did all the right things. You know, it's, it's this weird scenario where it's like, it's my best friend. It's my buddy. I trust them. They just, they, you just never know. Right. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things from it is like, there's, from our experience, it's like, you got two options. You stay home, you don't go anywhere, you don't do anything. And maybe you don't get it. There's a better chance. But as soon as you leave your house and you're exposed to anybody, you're, it, you're rolling the dice, you're flipping a coin, man. Cause it's, like I said, you know me well enough to know how, <laughs> how crazy I am about washing hands and cleanliness and all of that stuff on a normal day. So guess what I've been like since all of this stuff has happened going out everywhere, wearing masks and doing all the things that I need to do. Um, so to be in an environment where it's like, I'm going to go out and, you know, see two people and go to dinner for a special occasion. Like it's, wasn't like we were being reckless of throwing a party or doing something crazy. It was a small group. So I don't know how you avoid it going forward. You just do the best you can and hope that luck shines on you. But if you really need to stay away from it, I don't know how you can have exposure to anybody. I don't, I don't even think that's a thing. I don't think avoiding it is a thing. I, well, I, mean, there's, leaving, there's, I haven't left my house in like four months. Yeah. I, I know you guys are in a certain, certain circumstance, but, it, but if I was a high risk person or I lived with somebody that was high risk, then it's like, you got to change your approach if, if you're that concerned with it. Right. Even then, like we have one of our members who's been locked up uh, in her house with her mom for months and like literally hasn't left, has done every single thing and they both got it. That's so what, it's yeah, just like one of those things where it's like, just like, you're, yeah, it's, I just don't know that. So we have a, a company here that works. Um, they do sanitation. And so they do, I don't know if I talked about this before they do like, so if you wanted to test for drug use in a certain city, you would do, you would take water samples and they can tell you with pretty high accuracy, like how many people are using opioids in a city if they do water sampling from through sewage. That's how they, it's how they test like, uh, if they're, if they like from, from, from their waist, from, from yeah. going to the bathroom. Yep. Oh, so they wow. can test it for like parts per million in, uh, in, in sewage. So the same company has been testing because they were requested to, and this is not new, right? This is people like companies been doing this forever. Like it's a pretty common practice when trying to figure that out. Um, they've been testing water samples locally and, and like in all their plants and different stuff. And they're basically like, everybody's got it. Like the numbers that we see on here is just like the, the, what, what are the numbers that like CDC, they're like, it's under by 90%. They're like, based on what we're seeing in our testing, 
They're like, it's well, everywhere. If, if that's the case, then that, you know, brings hope in the sense that like to get out yeah. of this thing, we got to figure out the herd mentality, right? We got to have enough people yeah. have it and have antibodies that it kind of goes away, which I just, what are we, I just as, don't, as based on CDC numbers, we're at like 3% of the population and we need to get to 60% to get yeah, that. I just, that I just don't like, know how it's realistic practically to do that. Like, I just don't like, there's no answer to that. It, it doesn't involve catastrophic failure of the infrastructure of the world. Yeah, man. So, but going back to you, Todd, it's been a month now. It's been literally over a month. Right, would you say you're 100% over it? Yeah. I mean, I've obviously been, been cleared by the department of health and stuff like that, but I'll tell you, I'm not like, like going to the gym, I'm able to work out and do things, but I'm not where I was at. I mean, obviously I just took, wasn't a full, I've been home for over a full month, but took over two weeks off of, of training. And I can feel that like, I'm not back to where I was there. Not that I feel sick anymore, but I'm like, do you feel that way? Like uh, your energy level or because I'm asking because some people, there's some reports that say they have people uh, experience significant uh, lung damage from it or do you feel like yeah. you can't breathe you know no i don't and that's one of the things i've tried to be sensitive to like I, had a, I did a workout this morning that had a bunch of running double unders and like mile runs a couple rounds of it and it was like throughout it my lungs i never felt like i struggled to breathe it was just like my body's not used to to doing this yeah um is more than anything so it's you know you you lay around and read books for two straight weeks and nap all day and don't leave your house. Like, I don't think you're going to wake up feeling great after the fact. So it's more so that, um, Jay, how do you feel when you take copious amounts of naps? I feel great. Yeah. It feels amazing. Right. Yeah. I feel fitter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to challenge you to a workout today, Todd. If you yeah, this is your only <laughs> shot at the open work open started today. I'm going to just hope it. that the, you just hope the workout doesn't have muscle ups in it, huh, Jay? Or I, I guess gonna... pull-ups. Cause didn't you say you can't do pull-ups anymore either? <laughs> I'm going to text Eric Rosa, see if we can bump up the open for this year yeah. to, to tomorrow. Um, yeah. so, so, and how about eating? What was, what was your nutrition like? And what was just the ability to eat like? Um, yeah, I've, after the, the start of the whole quarantine in general, I was eating like a middle schooler for the first couple of weeks. So I've cleaned nice. things up since then. And I, I've continued with that. But during that, I, I didn't eat nearly as much. I didn't feel like eating, didn't have as much of an appetite. So, um, struggled to eat during the, during the couple of weeks of, or 10 days of being sick. But that's all gone now. A lot of Lunchables going down. <laughs> zero, zero Lunchables. Lunchables, they need to make an adult version of Lunchables. Take it. You wouldn't be able to eat that, your little size. You still need the kid's version of Lunchables, too. <laughs> Man, when you get that, those slices of cheese were always awesome in the Lunchables. So, you know, I, I don't know how much more there is to add about this. I was just, I, you know, the, the part that shocked me was truly how sick you got. I was... I was expecting the first seven to 10 days, like how you handled that to, to be like, okay, I'm over it. Is there anything you would have done different? I was kind of asking you this earlier, other, other than not going out, would you have, I hear people that are doing IV drips. I hear people, you know, that are just making sure they get vitamin D. Is there anything you would have done differently? No, I mean, I don't know that there was much of me for me to do differently. Um, 
like I said, I, 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 I listened to what everybody said that I should do, whether I agreed with it or not at the time, as far as quarantining early on after having a negative test and all of that, just because, you know, um, me leaving the house means that I have a lot of exposure to other people, um, being at my gym or any of that kind of stuff. So I was happy that I did that. And, um, you know, I don't know that there was anything else. There's so much misinformation on it. I don't, I don't trust the fact that I could have found some special potion that would have made things happen, you know, do recover you, faster. Did you, were you prescribed? So I have two questions. The first one was outside of getting tested. Did you see a practitioner? Um, not in person, obviously talked to him on the phone right off the bat. And it was more questions around, Hey, am I good? with this negative test and what should I do early on? So you um, saw, you saw somebody once and that was purely to get tested. And then you never actually saw another person again after that. Yeah. Well, I got tested. I talked to my doctor on the phone before, no, after I got my first test, my negative okay. test, just to be like, Hey, I've got yeah, a negative yeah. test. Got it. Does this mean I'm good to go? Um, which he said, no, not necessarily. Okay. Um, but after that, I didn't see any, you know, once I started getting symptoms, I knew what I had. Yeah. And so I know that there was, you know, from my understanding, there was really nothing that I could do unless the symptoms got so bad that I needed to, you know, if I couldn't then, breathe and there was an issue. And then you took a second test. And then I took a second test. Yep. So the first one was clearly a false negative. False negative or the symptom, like, or I hadn't, you know, well, I don't, I don't think that's how it works. Like you could be asymptomatic if you will, but I'm still infected. So if, if, if the test does in fact work, it should still show up positive, whether I'm showing symptoms or not. Like we have that kid, like uh, I was talking to one of the, there's a physician, I think he's a physician, he's either that or a flight doc for the Navy. And because the Navy's had like an uptick, like I use that word loosely, but, um, and he's like, dude, 99% of these people are 100% asymptomatic. They're like, yeah, I feel fine. And, but they're positive tests. So if that's the case, you know, like you could be, um, if you're positive, you're positive. Like, I don't, I don't know how it would not be a false negative if you've got it. It's not like you were sick and then it just couldn't po test positive for it. Like there's gotta be a period of time where if I'm exposed to it, your body doesn't actually develop it. Right. I don't so, think that's how it that's works. I think I don't I think there's so much there's so much misinformation in there and here's what I'll tell you from from doing that is just in my opinion it's like the only value of a test is to show that you're positive because you can't trust a negative test that's that's what I took away from it it's either a false negative or your body had like or it's not showing it or whatever it is but I like any test that you take that's negative unless it's outside yeah, you of the should, board. Four, 14 days, then, then I wouldn't it, trust it. Do you it should be, yeah, so like you should basically get two negatives before you could feel confident that you are actually negative. You should get two positive negative tests. I don't even, I don't know, because I, I, I think that if I would have taken the first negative and would have went back two days later and gotten another test, I'm confident it would have been negative with that one too. So is it possible that you hadn't contracted it yet? But then where know. would you have gotten it from? His girlfriend. Like, like maybe your girlfriend got it and then you got it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows, right? There's so much misinformation and uncertainty with this that I'm not positive with any of that stuff. So were you guys, once you, once you guys knew that, were you guys wearing face masks in the house, like around each no. other? Or you're just like, we're both infected. It is what it is. Yeah. We either yeah. want, yeah. Either neither of us have it or we both have it. The one time 
I had sex with Roz, she made me wear a face mask. She probably though, put a sheet over your entire head. Even though we've not been terrifying. exposed to it. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> well, we use a sheet anyway, because, you know. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> were you... You're, you're a never nude, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then the second, the second question I have on that is, do, were you prescribed any narcotics at all? Nothing. No. No, I didn't THC? check back in with it. As a doctor, I, I, I got some like Dayquil and Nyquil to help with my sleep when my, when my sore throat was so, really, really bad. Right. So this is kind of uh, where I, I just think it's, I don't know, Todd, you tell me. So Jay's just like, he was fucked up and he was dying and I'm all, I'm like, how serious is it? Right. Like, I'm not saying you weren't sick. Right. But at the same time, no. you never saw a doctor and you never took any medication. And I'm not saying it's not contagious. I'm not saying it's not sick. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm just saying like, you got sick never took any medication and never actually saw a physician to get treatment. How, how severe could it possibly be based on that? Yeah. Well, I think that the, 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 the truth is there's a couple of things. One, the, the most frustrating part of it is the quarantine and the clearance of it because sure. who knows yeah. how long am I stuck and how, exactly. you know, when am I free? When am I not contagious? Uncertainty sucks. That's, yeah. That's the worst part of the whole thing. And from there, I think we do what we do in training and eating well to prepare ourselves for something like this. So yeah, was it that bad for us? And I've, you know, from the people that I know have had it, we've gone from people that were like not even leaving bed for days at a time to people that were like, I lost my taste and that's it. So yeah. like, and, and everybody's, you know, relatively healthy here. Um, so but I would add to that, I would add one, one thing to that, Fern, and I would say there's probably a component of that to knowing what you have so you know you don't need to go see someone. Then that's you know a, I mean? like I said, once I, once I got symptoms, I knew what I had. And right, you're not like... And I knew, and, and being in contact with the, with the Department of Health throughout this, and so that was, you know, when I had symptoms, I talked to the lady there, and she's the one that recommended getting the test, and then she asked the questions and said, hey, if these... If these symptoms come up along with this, then you need to get get to the hospital or, or get a hold of a doctor. And so, so it was what, like I was. So permitted. what were those symptoms that somebody? The, that was the stuff of like like shortness of breath or unable to breathe were the primary ones there. So if you got to the point where it felt like you were unable to breathe, then we've got some issues. So if it was yeah, the rest point, of the stuff, it was like I know I'd get through this. Right. Point being, if if we didn't know that COVID nineteen was out there and you develop these symptoms all of a sudden and felt that bad, you might be like, wow, something's wrong with me. But knowing this is common and this is what you should be feeling, although you don't feel good, it was reassuring to know that like, okay, I've got this thing. I've got to just battle through it. But I mean, I agree with you. For so that's, that's, like, that's kind of, that's, but yeah. that's kind of my point, right? It's just yeah. that like, we're doing all of this and you're like, okay, you got it. Like, just move on, you know? Like, I, was and, and I, and I don't say that in a cavalier manner. Like, I want to make that very clear. It's just, it's, it's just like, I don't understand why we can't get to that point. Yes, there are people that just like many, many other things that like this is going to be way more severe for, but for everybody else, just like, you're probably going to get it. Just like you're probably going to get the flu, right? Or like, you know, at some point, you just can't outrun a virus. Like, it's not possible. Like, at no point in human history have we ever done that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully a vaccine will be made, they're saying, potentially by the end of the year now. I'm not taking that shit. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed, but I'm not holding my breath, right? 
So you I, I will, so. Let, let's say this about Todd. For one, there's probably like a stigma about having it, which is stupid because, you know, you never know. You could be grocery shopping and catch it or you could be out at a party at the beach and catch it. But well, I've definitely also, requested not to work with Todd ever. Again yeah, no, you definitely don't for sure. <laughs> but But at the same time, I'm sure there are people out there that would have gotten that negative test and been like, cool, I'm going to go do my thing where you took, you were smart enough and considerate enough to say, okay, I might have a negative test, but I'm probably, you know, carrying this, this, you know, virus. Well, it was just, just more so the risk versus reward of that. I didn't think like, I honestly didn't think I was It's like, I got my negative test. I think I'm fine. I feel fine, but I don't want to risk. I mean, I've got a business and, you know, I work for a company that has interaction with a ton of people. I don't want to be the guy that's passing this thing along. Right. Now, we, and, and you mentioned the stigma Asian that comes zero. up. Yeah, you, you mentioned the stigma that comes with it. It has been kind of interesting that it was like, at first it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You're the first person that I've heard has it. And it's quickly turned into, okay, now I've got it. Or I've got all these other people that got it. What do I expect? And what do I do? So it's like you go from being that outcast and the, the freak to now being the resource. <laughs> you're, you're now going to be known at the trainer summit as the guy with COVID. Like you yeah, won't even, was, be, ref you won't even be referred to as Todd. You just be like that guy over there. You guys are with a guy with COVID in that group over there. <laughs> Here's yeah. the deal. If, if, we get, if we get to the trainer summit and I am the, still the only trainer that has had it, I will be amazed. I you're think it'll be by the, time, by the time. Todd. Yeah, by the time we get there, it'll be the person who didn't get it will be. It's just finally a legit reason for us to stay away from you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and Jay wants me wants to stay away so he doesn't have to, you know, fess up and actually do any of the challenges that he claims he can do, but yeah. doesn't get held accountable by anybody else but me. I can't. I can't do this breakout, guys. Because Todd's got COVID, even though he's in. Yeah, Todd's got COVID. I would do a hundred back squats at two twenty five. I'm broken, but I, I'm not going to do that because Todd had COVID. I'm not going to the next summit if you're going. Just <laughs> well, then it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Well, then I'm definitely going. Thanks, everybody else. It would have been incredible. CrossFit deals with, you know, the, the tweet and then all this other stuff. But then this ship goes down because Todd works the seminar and spreads <laughs> COVID. COVID. You know, that that would have been it. Like, hey, CrossFit's back. Nope, Todd destroyed it. Nope. So, oh. any 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 words of wisdom or advice for people listening who either may have it themselves or, you know, they're still concerned about it or their friends or family have it? Man, my, my thing is the best thing that you can do is be as healthy as you possibly can. Um, and then also do everything that you can in order to avoid it, but be prepared for the fact that there's a pretty good chance that we'll all get exposed either to having it or you'll be around somebody that had it. So just, just be prepared for it. I mean, do you continue know, to so train and eat well, go ahead. I was going to say, do you know anybody else that's gotten it since you got it that you kind of like tried to trace around? That like came uh, from, from us. Yeah. Like from, from the no. dinner. Yeah. No, thank goodness. Um, cause that's we literally, literally shut it down from there. Um, which was nice. Now that being said, I've, there's other people that have gotten it, um, that I've known that I know now, but not um, were in that uh, interaction. Not that we're in that interaction. Got it. I mean, Florida is exploding right now with it. 
And we so, just opened Disney World. Let's see what happens. That is insane to me. That did, Fern, what's your take on that? What's your hot take on Disney? Buy or sell? Oh, Todd, you'll really dig this. So I was literally <laughs> just talking to a guy this weekend. This is – so this – and the whole, this is a whole kind of separate topic, but the, like this leads into a separate conversation. There's an entire uh, investing strategy involved with kind of like the COVID and you could even call it like, I don't want to say slash cancel culture, but like when these things happen right now, you know, there's people that are waiting for Disney stock to plummet because they've opened up and then they shut back down. They're going to buy low and they're just waiting around for it to happen. They're going to buy that and then have it when it pops back up in a week, they're going to make money off of it. I'm uh, so I wish here's what I'll tell you with that is I wish like the theories and the thoughts nobody can predict what's going to happen because my opinion on this thing is the opposite is that if they didn't open back up the amount of money that they're like hemorrhaging on a daily basis by not being open would cause their stock to plummet so it's not going to like it them being open at least gives them a chance to survive right so now take that same idea and just spread it across every household in the United States. It's the same premise. Like oh, you just absolutely. Cannot, you just cannot stay inside. Like at some point you just have to open back up. So I, I saw that Florida, uh, California just went back, back into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know people were like calling for Texas, but I think Texas is like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Sorry. Like, you know, so my, my, my theory is this. I think a lot of this is – a, like Todd has already mentioned many, many times, like the amount of misinformation, the amount of stuff that has been put out that has been inaccurate has basically been all of it to this point. Like there, I don't, there's been very little that has come out has been, that has been accurate. That's not me suggesting that this is not real or anything like that. This is just me saying that like nobody knows, which makes it really, really weird, right? So like yeah. Nobody knows. And at this point, I, you know, along with, I think many, many people think that this is largely uh, like a health scare that is now being used as a political lever on in, in every direction you want to use it, right? Like right, left, center, whatever, like everybody's using it for their own personal gain politically, which is supremely annoying. That's what I think. I, I, I could agree with that. I think there's, like you're suggesting, there's definitely something real out there. Um, but at this point it's being used for the wrong reasons. And I don't even, th I don't think it's unfair to say that it's overblown and I'll probably get like a lot of shit for that, but I don't think it's unfair to make that statement. Yeah. I don't or, think it's or, unfair or unreasonable or unreasonable yeah, to make that. I don't statement. think that's yeah. an unreasonable statement. I think, you know, people can hate on that statement if they want, but I don't think it's completely unreasonable. I think it's no, it's not like the moon is made of cheese, you know, like I that, mean, that's a ridiculous statement, you know, like I, I remember you and I for maybe Todd, I don't remember, but it's like early March, we, you know, when we were having these conversations about this and I was very adamant about two weeks shutdown, blah, blah, blah. No idea. We'd be talking about this four months later in July. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's been it's been crazy. I am glad. I'm glad Todd's healthy. Back to you know I, the only reason I really got concerned is because Todd and I had a conversation and he didn't make any fun of me and I was like, man, Todd's fucked oh, up. He's definitely me, yeah. Me that's a bad go day. go to that's the hospital bad... right now, Todd. I, yeah. I threw him some I threw him some softballs even about you know, yeah this and he just let him go. I was like, he's messed up. I feel he I feel must not be doing good if he doesn't have that kind of energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But you did, you did head back to a seminar this past weekend? I did, yep. You were cleared to After, go? Yeah, I, I waited an extra. I'd been cleared last Tuesday by the, uh, by the Department of Health and stayed quarantined an additional four days. And so. uh, I, I know you worked with Katie. I spoke to Katie. And you yep. know, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So she's been home three days. And as far as she knows, she doesn't have COVID. So you, <laughs> well, were you at all nervous, though, interacting with people? No, I mean, like I said, I played it as close to the vest as you could. I tried to be as, as safe as I could before going back. Um, kept my distance, wore my mask, did all that kind of stuff. So and I'm pretty confident. I mean, my ability to spread it is not there. And now do and, you and feel like a superhero that you can do it? Now I'm Iron Man. Yeah, that's my understanding <laughs> is now I'm Iron Man for at least 30, but hopefully like 90 to 120 days. I can go anywhere and do anything. I'll have no issues. Just licking toilets and doing all sorts yeah. of things. Yeah, just get at it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the only, I mean, of course, like you said, the uncertainty is, are you, you know, do you have antibodies forever or for a certain period of time? And until yeah, we hear, and, until we hear forever, I don't want to be around you. And does it matter is the other thing. Does right. it matter if I have them? So who knows? I hope so. I hope I don't get it again. I hope nobody gets it at all, but um, we'll see. Just keep doing everything that you can to avoid it and make your best decisions and Live your life, do what you need to do. All right. Anything else to add on there, Fern? No. Well, <laughs> what are you smirking at, Fern? No, I could. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't I'm, think I'm, I'm practicing restraint right now. <laughs> if if not for CrossFit, the three of us would never be friends. No chance. Because when I first met yeah, you, yeah, that's pr that's actually I very. I never yeah. thought that I would be your friend in general, <laughs> much less. Even with CrossFit, I was pretty convinced that I'd well, never be your friend. I think so. This is this is an interesting conversation just to have in general, based on the 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 complete temper of society at this point, which is we probably would not be, with the exception of our um our love for CrossFit and training people. And I say yeah. that not because I don't like you guys, but like, we're very different. Like you're, you, neither so one different. of you are, neither one, neither one of you would be the first person I would gravitate to in like a social setting. Yeah. Like, I can see Todd and I linking up because we do have some other common interests. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like Todd I and have I have a lot, like we have, we have like the, the common, the common like sports background. And after that, and then like know, Todd is like, and then, and then baseball. Todd is like super dry, but I'm so, like, when I first met Todd, I was like, man, how much is he being fucking serious? Or like, is he just an asshole? Like what's, <laughs> I did not like Todd <laughs> at all. And then, <laughs> and then Jay, I, yeah, I'm still not even sure why we're friends at this point. Like, <laughs> I can, uh, the first it's business, time I it's work a business with, relationship. Yeah, that I get nothing from except work. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it, Todd. What, what's the story? We were in what DC? No, it was like um, Connecticut or something. Oh yeah, like that's that. right, Connecticut. With we worked. Yeah, we work a gig, and there's like six trainers there, so there's a lot of people or whatever. And I think most of them I hadn't really worked with or known before. But there's this little guy with long hair. He's super short. Somehow he still has high water sweatpants on that he's wearing that are like only make it down to his shins. And he's running around. 
and he just, everything that I was doing, it was just always, Hey, what are you doing? Like we go for a lunchtime workout. Well, what weight are you using? What are you going to do? And I'm like, stay away from me. It does not matter. Why do you care so much? How much are those? What are you using? We were little, and I remember it was like an assault bike dumbbell. <laughs> yeah, we were in like that little like, fenced in area. Yeah, it was super no weird. Fur. I was like, why is this guy so concerned with what I'm doing? Leave me alone. Like, I don't know about this I was guy. Modeling. I was modeling myself after you. I just remember hey. just not liking you because of your long hair. And I thought that is, a, that is me being very, very honest. And now and you now have look long the hair. Yeah. And now, and now I have long hair, yeah. Um, I got mid. My, my hair's yeah, got to go. You're in no man's land right now. Yeah, you, you are. I'm where you were out. during the dropping in yeah. tour. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, no, but where I was going with that is like, you know, it, it's, you know, I think it's worth trying to find common ground with people instead of just immediately drawing lines and saying you're over there and I'm over here. Cause that's, that's where everybody's at at this point. It's just like, so. Well, yeah. I forget who I was talking to recently about it. And it's like, that's the beauty of CrossFit. Like you, you could walk down the street and see somebody else that clearly works out, you know, bodybuilding style, like back in the day, like we used to do. And you would never say a word to them. But yeah, I wouldn't be like, the, hey, you do bicep curls too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, if, but if you got the incl inclination that, wait, they actually use CrossFit for fitness, you're like, hey, what's up? It's very, oh. it's, 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 that's what's awesome. Like, it, I think we were talking about it in relation to, you know, everything that went down and it's like, that's CrossFit. That's the community. That's what makes it so special. One person can't destroy that. Right. It's like that's it's a universal language. Yeah. Yeah. It's a universal language. If it can bring the three of us together, it could do a lot of powerful things. It can solve all Look the what it's problems. done for your life. Think about where you would be, Jay, without CrossFit, dude. You'd I be still, still living in your mom's basement. Doing yoga in, in a Speedo. Dude, it would be a mess. I certainly wouldn't have a wife out of my league. And no, no chance. I wouldn't have a house. I would be in my parents' you would, basement. You'd probably still have seven dogs, and you'd probably have 12 cats. You'd be like a dog and cat person, <laughs> living by yourself, doing – you'd be posting videos of your yoga moves, poses. No, no. You would 100% have a shitty YouTube channel, be like, you know, abs with Jay. Like, that's what you – you know, it'd be selling – you know, like, that's you'd be selling – That's a good idea. I might do that selling, anyway. You'd be selling <laughs> DVDs out of the back of your, you know, Geo Metro. But you would DVDs have the information to, to actually get abs. So you wouldn't have abs, but you'd be trying to sell other people on how to get abs. You don't, you don't need the information to sell information, Todd. That, that's how it works right. these days. But I, I continue would, to show us that. I would still be doing DVDs, though, in 2020. I'd be like, no, 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 I, no, I meant when I said DVDs, I was referring to now. I wasn't referring yeah. to then. Yeah. I would definitely be the old weird trainer at a standard gym. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I believe that. I, I remember like looking at those guys when I was young. I was like, I don't want to be like that. And I would have turned into that. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, I would have had like the belly, you know, like I would have been muscular, but had the belly, but and tried to still wear a tank top, spandex, tuck my tanked up into my spandex you know what's funny here is bad. you better watch out because you're not far from still turning into that guy <laughs> instead of a instead of a tank top with spandex you're wearing a, a zip up hoodie with no shirt underneath it you're on your way wait till you're a dad dude you're gonna be an overnight transformation it's the second that happens you're gonna buy up you're gonna buy a pair of like bike shorts and then you're gonna wear velcro white shoes 
I guess your hoodie, I'm sure, yeah. is tucked into your your underwear that you're sitting yeah. in right now. I'm I'm not he already any. tucks he already tucks his t-shirt into his shorts. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not wearing any shorts, so we're good. Yeah. Just a hoodie. All right. Before <laughs> this gets too out of control, we can have a whole episode on what I'm going to turn into one day. But for now, <laughs> we are glad Todd is healthy again. We're glad you're back to your 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 fitness and your other hobbies and endeavors. And if anyone has questions. Now they know someone who's had this. So thanks for sharing your story, Todd. Yeah, buddy. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor, head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, Hit us up, day at gmail.com, or send us a DM over on Instagram at besthouroftheirday. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community, and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Best Hour of Their Day.